All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time hearing my voice, if you're listening to the podcast replay or you're seeing my face, whether you're watching live or you're watching the replay, uh, and you're like, who is this person? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have your articles of incorporation with the state, uh, making sure you have DUNS numbers and EIN numbers, making sure you have contracts for clients and partners, um, also uh, basic brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas, uh, and hiring and training strategies so that you don't get sued for discrimination. Um, I help you do all of these foundational things. These are all pieces that are important to making your business legitimate so you can do things like build business credit, get business loans, uh, apply for you know government contracts, or get your products into big box stores, okay? So I help you do all of those things. If you're wondering why well, I'm qualified to help you do... Uh, well, I'm qualified to help you do all of these things. I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. Um, I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to, to, go to business school or to law school. But a lot of you have really great business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there's just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that's why I'm here to help you, you know, uh, guide you through that whole process. So, if you are in the startup phase of your business, um, or you've been in business for a while and, you know, you need to get your paperwork in order, or you just got a business idea and you, you're not even in the startup phase, you're just like, you're just like, you know, I've got this idea, I don't know where to start, I want to help you, okay? Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation today. If you are a, uh, if you are a first time client, um, <laughs> at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in uh, seven days or less. Um, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can get Cool show merch like this lovely mug here, uh, NPL Legal Dish, and the t-shirts. Um, they come in three colors, black, white, and navy blue. Um, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss a live broadcast, you can catch up at your leisure, all right? So there's a lot happening over there um, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, all right? But we are through with uh, shilling my wares. Let's get to why we are here. Um, so the name of the show is NPL Legal Dish. What we do here is we pull stories from the news, or I pull stories from the news, uh, and I get stories that you guys send to me in my inbox, blog sites, 
podcasts, wherever I find an interesting story that has a lesson that we can learn as business owners, I pull it from the news and we discuss it, okay? So this is a time for all of us to get involved. Don't be shy. I want your questions. I want your comments as long as they are respectful, okay? Um, I will be asking you some questions and asking you to put some stuff in the comments. So, um, you know, get your fingers ready as long as you are not driving. Um, let's start talking. Okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to think, do I have any more? Oh, before we even get to our stories, want to remind you guys this month we are, um, well, a couple of announcements. One, this month, uh, we are still continuing with trademarks for the month of May. If you um, have missed any of the tips that I have given at the top of the show for the last few weeks, make sure that you um, you can do the, you can catch up two ways. You can either watch each every episode for the last since the beginning of May, uh, you know, and listen to the tips, or you can go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and go pick up the Protect Your Biz um, ebook bundle, and you will get the trademark toolkit in there um, that will have everything in one place, all of the things you need to know about a trademark, as well as you'll get my patent ebook and my copyrights ebook, okay? Uh, yes. Um, also, uh, I'll, and I will repeat this at the end of the show as well. We are not having a show tomorrow. Tomorrow is my birthday and, um, I am going out to dinner with one of my dear friends. Um, we will have a show on Thursday. Uh, yes. So yeah, so those are the announcements. Now let's move forward with our stories. Um, whether you're watching this live or whether you are watching the replay, right? Um, I want to know if you have a an Apple product or an iPhone or any type of Apple product. If you have any type of Apple product, give me an Apple emoji in the comments, okay? Did I hit record? Yes, I did. Okay. I don't know why I'm always... All right. Thank you for that. Uh, if you own an Apple product, you have a guy named um, Steve Wozniak to thank for that, partly. Right? Now, we all know about Steve Jobs. He, you know, founded Apple. There's movies about him. But the lesser... Steve Jobs did not start Apple on his own. He had a co-creator who goes by the name, well, not goes by the name, but that's his name. His name is Steve Wozniak, okay? Um, he's been on TV a few things. Uh, he's a quirky character, but, um, you know, Steve out here, he got money too. Uh, and Steve Wozniak, one of the co-creators of Apple, is being sued by a gentleman by the name of Ralph, I can't even read my own writing. Ralph Rennie, okay, um, who is a, Conne a, a business professor in Connecticut, all right? Now, if you didn't know, uh, in 2017, Steve Wozniak, the co-creator of Apple, hey, Margaret, um, Steve Wozniak started 
an online programming boot camp for coding that he called Was You. Okay. Um, uh, apparently, it had a lot of glitches. People were complaining, but you know, he started an, an online program. I mean, it's the way of the, of the future. Everything's going online these these days, right? And he named the school, this online school, Was You. Here is the problem. Ralph Rennie, this Connecticut business professor, he says that um, Steve Wozniak is violating uh, intellectual property from an agreement they made way back in 2011. Ralph Rennie says that in 2011, um, uh, he and Steve Wozniak discussed starting a technical school called the Wozniak Institute um, of Technology, right? Um, he says that that uh, Steve Wozniak agreed to lend his name to the institution because it would bring in students. Uh, and Ralph said that there is there's even a picture of him shaking Steve Wozniak's hand to, uh, you know, solidify this agreement. Um, and then, uh, but, but nothing happened with the Institute, right? Uh, that things didn't go forward. So fast forward to 2017, Steve Wozniak starts this online coding boot camp and apparently contacts Ralph Rennie and says, you know, th this, this school wouldn't, uh, couldn't have done it without you. So Ralph Rennie was like, well, if you couldn't do this online school without me, cut me a piece of, you know, the, them school ducats. He wanted a percentage of, of the, the online institute. And then Steve Wozniak was like, what? Oh, you're breaking up. What? I can't hear you. Bye. <laughs> okay. Um, Steve Wozniak was like, girl, get out of here. Um, so Ralph Rennie is now suing Steve Wozniak. He wants a million dollars. Now, Steve Wozniak, um, while he says, you know, he doesn't remember, uh, he doesn't remember, um, you know, this agreement with Ralph Rennie in 2011, but doesn't dispute that he did sign an agreement. Um, but he is, uh, uh, but, uh, he's saying that there, there's no deal. Nothing went forward. Um, he shakes hands with lots of people. And on top of that, Steve Wozniak doesn't handle his own business transactions. He has an entire team of people who do that for him. So I want to know from you guys what your opinion is. Do you think that Ralph Rennie is just grasping at straws here? Um, or is it, does he have a legitimate, you know, complaint with Steve Wozniak? Does Steve Wozniak owe Ralph Rennie some money here? They were supposed to start a school together. You know, 10 years ago, nothing happened, uh, apparently. Steve started his own school four years ago, um, and Ralph wants a piece of it now. So is Ralph grasping at straws, or does he have a legitimate stake in this Waz University? Right? Because he's saying, look, Steve, you agreed to lend your name to a school already. What do you think, Margaret, my dear? What do you think? What do you think, Margaret? What do you think, Margaret? 
What do you, okay, um, if you're watching on any other, uh, it, wherever you're watching or listening, please feel free to respond. Margaret said, I think he would have to show some written agreement about it. Right, he would have to show. He's saying that he has a signed contract, um, but there's 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 a question about the legitimacy of of the contract, and he's using a picture of Steve Wozniak as proof that they agree to it. But Steve Wozniak, he does you know appearances all the time, and he's always shaking people's hands. So you shaking Steve Wozniak's hand is not like a clear indicator that you guys had some business deal. Like if I go shake hands with Oprah if she's doing a book tour or something, that doesn't mean that I have a deal with Oprah. Uh, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so I'm actually kind of rooting for Steve Wozniak in here, uh, in this space, because it just feels like Ralph Rennie is all over the place. Um, you know, this is why you need to, this is why, one, you need to know what you're signing, because Steve says he doesn't remember signing a contract, but he doesn't dispute, he doesn't, um, he's not saying that he didn't sign it. You need to know what you're signing, and you need to have your agreements in one standard document. You don't want to be going back and forth between emails and text messages, you know, and I don't know, scraps of paper and relying on people's memory. What you, when you are dealing with human beings and business transactions, you need contracts. Margaret said not good enough. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, um... Yeah, I think, I think Ralph is doing a little much here, okay? Okay. Um, our next story for the evening, it's more of, of a conversation piece that I wanted to ask. Um, Margaret, you're holding it down for everybody tonight, so I'm going to be picking on you a little bit, so don't leave me, okay? <laughs> um, but there is an article, or there are some articles going around, and there are several lawsuits, um, being launched saying that Instagram's, um, embedding technology, uh, it, uh, it, pro it, it allows... It is enabling copyright infringement. Hey, Sincere 39. Actually, Sincere 39 just jumped on, so you're not the only one here anymore, right? All right. Hey, Sincere 39. So, yes. So, there there are several lawsuits being launched against Instagram saying that Instagram's embedding um, technology, meaning the, uh, the way that you can, you know, link... Uh, and uh, you link something to an Instagram post, it enables copyright infringement. Um, a lot of artists are saying that, you know, because Instagram, hey Zephyrina, they're saying that because Instagram can, uh, can provide links to, you know, their work on their Instagram pages, this allows publications to essentially use their work without appropriate licensing, right? So I wanted to know from you guys, what do you think about this argument that is currently going around? And that they're saying that, you know, the fact that, you know, I don't know, let's say Vogue or whatever magazine, it, let's just say any online magazine can take an Instagram link and put it into their article. They're saying that that is violating artists' uh, copyrights because they're using photos without permission, right? 
So what do you think about that argument? Because we've often talked about social media platforms. When you sign on to a social media platform, uh, a lot of times 99% of us do not read the terms of service. But many times there are a lot of releases there that say, you know, once you put your stuff on our platform, you know, we can do stuff with it. So, but but then you also have people who use these platforms like Instagram, like Facebook. They use it for business. They use it to showcase their work, right? Should they be entitled to some higher level of protection when it comes to this embedding process? So what do you think about these lawsuits? Is Instagram at fault? Are they the ones who are promoting copyright infringement on the internet? Um, or, or is... Or are these artists, are they just not reading the terms of service? You knew what you signed up for when you signed up for the app, right? What do you, what is your opinion on here? What is your opinion on this? What do you think? Because for me, the whole thing is when you sign up for these platforms, they often make you, uh, they'll make you sign off on, again, the terms of service that most of us don't read, but they cover themselves, right? Hi, I am Nicole. Uh, Margaret Massey said, I agree, it's infringement. So Margaret is on the side of the artists here. Is anyone on Instagram's side? Uh, and not that I'm, you know, rooting, working, I ain't working for Instagram, y'all, but I just feel like, again, when it comes to agree legal agreements, if you sign something, you need to know what you're signing so you know what rights you're giving away, right? So I have, uh, I have, a, I have a quick story. A friend of mine, some, you know, she got married some years ago. She had a photographer at her wedding, took beautiful photos, like photo, amazing photos, right? <laughs> uh, but then one day she's looking, you know, through uh, either a publication or online and she sees a photo from her wedding, um, you know, and it's credited to the photographer from her wedding. And she called me and she's like, oh my God, the photographer is using, yeah, oh my God, the photographer is using my photo you know, for marketing or whatever. I was like, yeah, it was probably in the agreement you signed when, uh, you know, when you hired them. And she, she went back and read it and she realized that she had, you know, given up, uh, well, not given up, but she had agreed in that contract that the photographer could use photos for promotional purposes. So this is why it is very important for you to understand what you are signing. Margaret Massey said, although most people don't read the terms, you're, you are absolutely right. Most people do not read the terms. Um, so while I understand artists want credit for their work, they also need to realize that these, uh, social media platforms, they are not your personal, um, they're not your personal property. It is like renting a room in someone's home and the owner of the home gets to determine what happens in their home. Okay. Zephyrina said, ouch, if I was her, I would want a piece of that pie. Um, well, the thing is she, she, she signed a contract and gave up the rights, Zephyrina. That's why we must read our contracts. All right, before we move on to our next story, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through 
Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for some legal guidance because you don't know how to fill out this paperwork and my, my brain's going crazy. Somebody help me. I want to help you. Okay. Go to Linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. All right. Um, okay. Moving on to our next story. Um, <laughs> Zephyrina said you protest contracts. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> you fight them. That's right. Listen, that's why you read contracts. Because if there is a clause in there or something that you don't like, you can go back and forth and negotiate. That's right. Protest your contracts. I like that girl. Smart Zephyrina. <laughs> oh, well, still, the lesson still stands. All right. Okay, moving on. If you have seen the original Space Jam movie from 1996 with Michael Jordan, please give me an alien emoji. If you have seen the original Space Jam movie with Michael Jordan, please give me, um, please give me an alien emoji. All right. Um, oh, that's why I couldn't get it. Uh, so 239 said... If you don't agree on social media, you can't create an account. Absolutely. And because these are private apps that people run, they have the right to, you know, determine how you get to use their stuff. Um, okay. Thank you guys for the alien emojis. Um, so the Space Jam movie was presented to the world in 1996 by the Warner Brothers, but there is a gentleman by the name of Walter Lowe who is claiming that, um, oh, you just saw the poster, Margaret, who is claiming that the idea for Space Jam was stolen and he wants the money. Um, there's a gentleman by the name of Walter Lowe. He says that he wrote a story called The Devil and do dazzle Dawkins in 1984. It was published in Playboy. It was a story about a cosmic battle of good versus evil where they had to play a game of astral basketball, right? Um, I guess the story got some traction since 839. We're, we're getting there. Um, so he says that, you know, uh, I guess he got $3,000 in a six month option contract. Um, with the Warner Brothers producers when his story came out. And, um, but at the end of the six months, uh, you know, he didn't hear anything from Warner Brothers. And next thing you know, in 1996, Space Jam comes out. So Mr. Lowe is now suing Warner Brothers for copyright infringement. He's saying that they stole his story idea and he wants some money. So I want to know from you guys, what, what, okay, some of y'all are already asking questions. Since he 39 said now he's coming forward, right. That was my first question. Where have you been, Walter? Uh, what's it called? Space Jam came out in 1996. It is 2021. You are 25 years 
behind the, the ball where, like were you in a coma what happened girl um but yeah so walter lowe is now you know coming forward and trying to get a piece of warner brothers pie um do you got okay so let's humor walter right um what would he have to prove aside from the fact that you know there are similar ideas to the stories what would he uh what would he um have to prove that there was infringement um uh, margaret massey said didn't he say he got three thousand dollars he did and he had an options contract i guess he was expecting it to go forward i don't know um Zephyrina said, I've got a Basketball Jones. Is that a character? I do not remember anything from Space Jam. I did see the movie. I just don't remember anything from it. Um, yes. So, apparent. so Walter Lowe did get some money, a little bit of money, you know, up front. They, I guess, you know, maybe they were kind of looking it over and seeing, you know, do we like this? Um, oh, okay. Uh, whatever. And then deciding if they wanted to do anything with it and decided not to go forward with his idea, but, um, you know, if Walter Lowe is saying that they totally ripped off his, you know, idea of this cosmic battle of good and evil using astral basketball, is that a specific enough, um, theme? Is that a specific enough idea to warrant copyright protection? Right? How many movies have you seen about cosmic battles of good and evil? And, you know, and they do it either maybe through some kind of game. Is that, is that a unique, um, is that a unique plot in, uh, in movies? Uh, Margaret Massey said he would have to prove that he wrote it. He would have to show his copyright. True. And he would have to show that there are specific instances that are, you know, very, very similar. Uh, Cynthia 39 said, I don't think so. Like, remember, this is like coming back to, uh, the whole Escobar story. That Colombian journalist, she wrote a book about Pablo Escobar and she talked about some of their meetups. And then when they came out with that series, Narcos, she was like, oh, y'all stole that from my book. And they were like, girl, do you know how many women he met in hotel rooms? Right? So is this, um, is this movie theme of, you know, a cosmic battle of good and evil that must be decided through a game, is that unique? Margaret is saying that it is not unique. 76 Grimke is saying no. Um, Sincere 39 saying I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. And again, it's 25 years later. Where you been, Walter? Um, so, I, I, you know, I guess, I guess he's going to court. Good luck. Um, you know, and I'm not going to say that, that, that it's impossible, you know, who knows, who knows what was going on in his life. I just think it's so weird that this is just coming out 25 years later. So said, it's been a while since I've seen it. Right. Me too. Um, but yeah, so good luck, Walter, I guess. Um, all right. And our last story of the evening it is a, um, oh, sorry, before we move forward to, um, the next story, remember that if you're going to, um, lodge a copyright infringement, um, a copyright infringement lawsuit, once you, once you realize that there is 
infringement, you have three, you have about three years from the date that you discovered the infringement to lodge the copyright complaint. So I'm wondering where that's going to come in um, with Walter. Okay. Now, moving on. So our last story of the evening is a story about an organization using copyright law to try and, you know, um, to, to, to bar, to bar public access to documents that the public has a right to. Um, so there is a California law enforcement training, um, program, right? Um, and they, they were having issues. Obviously, you know that there have been a lot of issues around the country, with law enforcement and, you know, their responses to certain calls and things like that. So in California, there was a request for the training materials for California law enforcement. And instead of handing over those documents that were, um, you know, that, the, um, that have, that the public has interest in this training, um, organization said that they could not provide the uh the training materials to the public because they were copywritten they were developed by um uh they were developed by a um by an outside vendor and you know they they don't want to violate copyright laws that is a big load of crap um you know, like, look, all people want to know is how are you training your officers to respond to things, right? Um, thank you, Zephyrina. Um, yes. How, how are you training your, your officers to respond to things? This is essentially what they're, what they want. They're not asking you for any, you know, super detailed information. Um, but they're trying to use copyright law to keep from having to, um, submit this information. The article I read said that it's probably not going to, um, fly. Um, I'm hoping that it doesn't because we, as the public, we have a right to know how these people who are supposed to protect and serve, how are they being trained to protect and serve? Right. Right. Okay. So. Those were the stories that I had for you this evening. Um, I do have a couple of announcements before we close down for the night. Um, first things first, today is my dad's birthday. If you did not see my post, I want everybody to wish my dad a happy birthday, please. Um, my dad is the reason I'm the nerd that I am. Like, uh, you know, if... I grew up seeing my dad with his nose in a book and I'm like the same way, but today is my dad's birthday. So I would love it if you guys would wish him a happy birthday Two, tomorrow is my birthday. Yes. Me and my dad are almost birthday twins and I am taking tomorrow night off. Um, one of my close friends is taking me out to dinner. So we do not have a show tomorrow night, but we will have a show on Thursday. Okay. So I want you to, uh, you know, just relax tomorrow. I'm going to be out here eating some good food. Uh, but yeah, we're not going to be here tomorrow night. We will be here Thursday. Um, what else? Your father's birthday is the 28th. Yes, Gemini's. Ooh, ooh. Mm, 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 mm. Nope. I'm going out to dinner tomorrow. Okay. 
Thank you, 76 Grimke. Thank you. But yes. Thank you, Margaret. But yeah, so, uh, but yeah, but that is the end of our show. Uh, we will be back Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know, I'm going to be enjoying my, my 21st birthday. <laughs> uh, you know, with some friends and some good food, uh, and then we'll be back here, okay? So I want you guys to take care of yourselves. Uh, you know, wash your hands, wear your masks. Be good, all right? Bye. Wait, no, I'm not saying bye. Since 39 said, because it's my birthday. Yes, because it's my birthday. I'm good. Look, I'm going to be out here, all right? The world is opening up. I'm going to a nice restaurant, put on a nice dress, put on some makeup, all right? It's going to be lit. I'll, say, I'll put a picture up so y'all can see. <laughs> all right? Good night, guys. Bye.